1: What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Sitting Ringside. This is episode number one eighty nine. As always, I am Rob Villa and with me, my boys, David Rodriguez, Mark Ambue Miller, and Rudy Lara. How's it going, fellas? David, Sorry. you're drinking Prime. Guess what? I'm drinking. Oh shit! Drinking Prime as well. Not sponsored, not sponsored by Prime, but we are real Five fans because we drink Prime. You know, I got all the flavors in the
2: world, <laughs> just not drinking okay, the energy the, drink.
1: Uh, Prime,
2: but I think Prime what got was... some competition though. Now, I know you guys heard Ric Flair's uh energy drink making waves, Squirt. taking over, Squirt. So better start drinking. Squirt, <laughs> you get a hold of a can of woo. That's the real shit, too, though. All right, let's do
1: this. Uh, Quick shout-out to HKUSA. Go to HKUSA.com. Show your support. Buy some stuff from them as they support a lot of fighters and sponsor a lot of fighters. Also, shout-out to our streaming partners, Flow Combat Fight TV, ESPN+, The Zone, MMA TV. Also, for your fight odds... Click the link there at the website. It's all on the menu tab. And also you can check out, since you're there, our partnered promotions that we are affiliated with. CES MMA, um, Brave Combat, XFN, Fight World, One Championship, PFL. I mean, there's so many. Uh, just go and check it out. And if it's not on, not on there, it will be. Um, also to foxhoundfuel.com. Go to foxhoundfuel.com or use your phone and scan the QR code there. Uh, get 20% off of your entire purchase by using our discount code FBMMA in all caps. They got some awesome supplements there. Can't go wrong by buying some foxhound fuel supplements. Also to the fellas you want to get some nice underwear, go check out my boy's uh, website, John Tyler. Uh, Also, scan the QR code there and use our discount code for 20% off your purchase all the time. It's Fightbook in all caps. Go check them out. Awesome dude. Um, And yeah, and if you want to get some merch, like a hat like this or something else that's out there, also uh, scan our QR code. Go to the Fight Book of A Main Merch. And if it's not there that you want, DM me, and I'll make it happen. Um, yeah. Uh, that store doesn't have everything that I have on my back-end store. So um, backend? if it's not there, <laughs> 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 if, if, if it's not on there, let me know, and I'll hook you up. All right. Uh, Let's do a quick rundown of the events that are coming up, which is a shit ton of events, guys. A shit ton of events. Let's get on to the MMA kickboxing grappling Muay Thai category. Starting with one Friday fights 33. That's tomorrow morning. I will be having the live results at the website. Also, LFA 167, Piersma versus Smith. On September 16th, Octagon 46, Delizda versus Austin. Also, KSW 86. And uh, we have River City Promotions live on Fightbook MMA, Ritz versus Rumble. Uh, Combat FC5, Jake Bia versus John Doma. That's also going to be streaming live on Fightbook MMA. Then we're going to go to our friends over there, Combate Global, Mexico versus USA. Uh, That's going to be a good event. Don't miss it. I will have the live results as well. And going back to the website, uh, live on Fightbook MMA, Sensei 18 Then we also have Samurai MMA 8, Tommy Morrison versus Matt Dawson. And our friends over there at Shamrock FC, number 349. Dustin Lampros versus Scott Etling. That's also going to be streaming live at the website. And of course, you know, we have the UFC event Noche UFC Grosso versus Shevchenko 2. And Centurion FC 15 back live on the website at Fightbook MMA. That's that's a whole lot of of shit, bro. I'm telling you, bro. There's more. There's more in the Mm -hmm. Boxing Bare Knuckle Slap Fighting Category, September 15th, live on ESPN Plus in Corpus Christi, Texas. This is going to be a title fight. Luis Alberto Lopez versus Joette Gonzalez, a 12-rounder. The Joette's going to be fighting for Lopez's IBF featherweight title. This is going to be a good uh, a good fight because we've interviewed uh, Joey Gonzalez way before he was big uh, uh, with Golden Boy. Before Boys. he was even born. Yeah, before he was born, we had him on the show. Well, not on the show, but we, we interviewed him. So um, I got um, to be biased on this fight. Uh, I always root for our boy Joe Gonzalez. Also live on The Zone in... Commerce, California, William Cepeda versus Marcito Gesta. Um, and then uh, Alessi Promotions, A Night of Professional Boxing. That's going to be streaming live at Fightbook MMA. And that's all of the uh, the events that's happening uh, starting tomorrow, man. Like that's I said, this load is fights, a shitload of fights happening this uh, weekend. And a lot of uh, Hispanic and Mexican fighters are going to be fighting on a lot of these uh, cards, uh, being that it is uh, Hispanic Heritage uh, Month. So, um, yeah, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of events. And uh, what do we always say, David, about these events, man? Hello. Can I uh, chime in for a second? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Mark, no. go ahead. Uh, next weekend on September 22nd in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada, at Meritain Community Center, Niagara Top Team is going to put on an event called more Niagara 2, live Boy tie. Doors open at 6 p.m. The first fight's at 7 p.m. VIP tables have sold out. General admission tickets are 75% sold.
2: You can go to the gym, buy cash tickets, or you can go purchase them on the uh, links via their Instagram bio. Awesome. Also, All right, David. What do we always guys, say, man? Karate, karate combat, Sam Alvey.
1: Sam oh Sam yeah, Albie, uh, kidding,
2: man. there were so folks. many events, bro. that... Sam Alvey folks, Sam Alby's yes. fighting. Yes. Shout out to Sam, but one hundred percent for sure. If you aren't watching every single round, every minute, every second, getting on, getting enraged, fighting with people, arguing, doing the most. Not a real fight fan. <laughs> Not a real fight fan.
0: <laughs> Not a real fight fan, folks. <laughs> 100%. You got to be doing the uh, Fuck It Friday challenge cuz if you're not, you're not a real fight fan. No. You got to do those fucking Friday challenges every Hell yeah. Friday.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> and you got to do it every day. Every day of the weekend that there's a fight, you got to do it. And there's plenty of fucking fights, so that means plenty of sandwiches. Go out and buy yourself a big nice loaf, a big nice loaf and a bunch of sandwich deli meats.
1: Mmm, sandwich all weekend, baby. <laughs> Quick shout-out to my boy, Good Ozzy on. Chavez. He is in the chat right now. Ozzy, you know Fightbook Book remain sitting Ring said I said, have a lot of love for you, bro. So thanks for uh, jumping on the uh, comments, man. We need Roberto, to get you
3: on uh, our, uh, get you on our on podcast,
1: you. bro. Dude, Ozzy is like a little brother <laughs> to me, man. I'm, I swear, he's fucking family, bro. I, I love this kid, so... Yeah, so Ozzy, ah, if
2: you want to jump dream. on this, face,
1: I'll send you the link, bro. All right, David. Sorry.
2: Yeah, and if you, nowadays, no, nowadays too, we're gonna, uh, you know, there's a new rules to being a real fight fan. So being that last week history was made, of course you got to go back and rewatch the event once or twice, maybe twice on Sunday. So it's double the fucking Friday challenges, like Rudy said, every day of the week, but twice on Sunday. Real Fight fan shit right there. Real
3: mm-hmm. Fight
2: fan. <laughs> but Tell let's us. get right into it. Yes, UFC, UFC 293. <laughs> wow. And Call shout that- out to Rudy for winning Topology and edging me out by that fucking much. Because <laughs> we were killing it.
4: Look,
2: everybody, people I've been watching, listening to this show, uh, we've been making some pretty damn good picks. Mm. Uh, if you follow our picks, mm. especially Rudy's or mine, Marketing pretty damn good. Uh if you're making some money, then let us know. Hit us up, cause I mean, Rudy, it came down to the final the fight of the night. I had Israel out of Sonia. Man, Sean fucking Strickland, bro. Like, I mean, we're kinda we're in the twilight bro, zone, fellas.
0: We, we gotta we gotta we, give a, it up give a hand to our, our boy Sean Strickland winning that. Um that was just fucking amazing. It blew everybody's mind, bro. I think after the first round, when he knocked down Izzy, and he oh. almost took him out, and was just repeatedly just smashing him in the head, <laughs> I thought it was over. Um, and you could just see Izzy look like he was stumped. Man, you know he he looked defeated. He looked like he knew he he didn't have an answer for what what uh, Strickland had had to offer. And uh, yeah, bro, it's. It was crazy, man. You know, it, it kind of gave me the, the same uh, vibes that Usman gave me when he lost. Um, and I remember I told you guys, I was like, dude, this guy doesn't look like he's in it. Um, he, he looks like he's not. He's looking past Sean Strickland. And it fucking turned out to be true, man. He, mm-hmm. I think he overlooked mm-hmm. him. I thought he was just like thinking this is easy money. in my My mm-hmm. backyard, how hard is this going to be? He lost to uh, Pet Ada, and I just beat his ass. So, you know, I I think it was that just that too much overconfidence on his part, man. And he fell short, bro. I mean, I'll never take anything away from Izzy Azasanya. That dude is amazing. Um, But it just wasn't his night. And it was just the Cinderella Man story. You got to love to see it, bro. Uh, Just some rash, brash motherfucker like Sean Strickland. To get that built and see Dana White's fucking face wrapping it around his waist. That was epic, dude.
1: That, that gives it a solid 10 for me. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> solid 10, especially because last week I said that Sean Strickland was going to win. And everybody was telling me, you're crazy. There's no way that he's going to win. And I was like, look, man, if you see the way he was fighting in his last previous fights and how he was winning... He is one that has the chance to take him to deep waters and win by decision. Because in order to beat the champ, you got to beat the champ, right? You got to either knock him out, hurt him, submit him, or whatever. But Sean Strickland, he uh, outscored him. Uh, he was the, the aggressor. I mean, this guy was just uh, in the middle of the ring, Um just, you know, it, it was his fight. It was Sean Strickland's fight. Israel just didn't have the answer like he thought that he would. Just like you said, uh, Rudy, you know, Israel was coming into this fight thinking that it's going to be easy money. How is Sean Strickland out of all people going to beat me, especially in a decision or a knockout? Could have been a knockout, almost was a knockout, but, uh, the ref, you know, he just let that fight go, let the till the bell ring, and see how what happens in the second round. And it, it was just a, yeah. it was a beautiful thing to see Sean Strickland the way he was fighting, the way he was protecting himself, standing tall. Just, just his boxing was just on point. Um, it, he wasn't phased on anything that Israel was doing. His flashy. You know, movements and this and that. Sean was like, fuck you, bro. That ain't going to do shit to me. I'm going to keep fighting the way I'm fighting and I'm going to keep the, my, our game plan. And that's exactly what he did. So, you know, hats off to Str- to Sean Strickland winning the way he did, especially in a guy like Israel Adesanya, man. I mean, we all know that Izzy is, uh, is just, he's on another level, but that night, well, Sean Lego. had his number. Yeah, He was on a mission. Sean was on a fucking mission. He was. He was on a mission, and yeah. Sean
2: had his number. Yeah, because he talk about, like, Izzy – I mean, Izzy, like Rudy said, take nothing away from him. The guy is one of the best to ever do it. He's kind of like a final boss type dude, and you got Sean Strickland coming in there. We didn't even know we had a main event until three weeks out. So, hearing <laughs> all the dust settle, hearing the coaches – Eric Nixon, coach of uh, Sean Strickland, Great corner advice. Uh, Izzy was sort of like he was calling out a lot of his shit in the fight. You know what I mean? uh, Eugene Berryman clarified, too, that – I mean, shout-out to Eugene Berryman, most of all. I mean, that guy had, what, his whole uh, camp there fighting, like a busy man that night. Kind of hard to get these guys all ready to go back and forth. And Something just wasn't right about Izzy. He didn't seem like he was ready for the fight. He didn't have really a whole lot of time to prepare. Um, I think uh, Behrman said the same thing about that, and so did Coach Nixick. So, but just the way it unfolded, it nearly was over in one round. And on that note, Mark Goddard. I heard Ray Longo talk about Goddard' controversial stoppage with uh, Aljo, and that fight very much could have been stopped. uh with yeah. Griffin, he got hit about, I mean, twenty times. I think twenty answer strikes. So, uh, I, I don't like Mark Goddard in main events, man. Like, keep Herb Dean the top billing. You know what I mean? Like, come on, now that shit yeah. was. Little sketchy, you know what I mean? So, but, but Mario, uh, got my Sean shot, though, man. <laughs> hey, it, it's not, it hasn't been a good run for him lately. Let's get, let's get her back in there, but um, <laughs> but yeah, Sean Strickland, king of the world. And I don't know, man, like the uh, rematch uh, that's uh, the big topic of discussion. Does Izzy deserve a rematch? Mark, I'm gonna ask you, I want your take on it because you know what I mean. He got no. clear cut, dominated. From mm-hmm. the post, you know? It's not like when he lost to Perea because he was on a nice win streak then. So, yeah, I get why he got the rematch then. But this time, no. Let someone else go up there and get a shot. Take some time off, Izzy. Yeah, I mean – Go relax it's a little bit. A... Yeah, yeah, and you do – like, you see this a whole lot with the non-standing
4: champions
2: <laughs> because you have to beat him twice, right? So, like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, it is a pretty big payday for Sean Strickland. He's going to get pay-per-view points in his next fight. Uh, he came in big underdog. So it's a money fight. I mean, it's he's going to cash in. And if he may, in fact, doesn't fight Izzy right away in a rematch, he may not fight him again because the way this middleweight uh, title has been bouncing around, Izzy's lost, what, like three of his last five fights. So it's kind of strange, man. I don't see the belt sticking with Strickland a, a long time. I think Drinkus is a true challenge. I like that fight indeed. Hopefully they get it booked and um, the, Izzy, I think, may, in fact, uh, Me sit on the sidelines for a little bit, and then he comes back and uh, does get shot a shot at the belt immediately, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if 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 they do plan on giving a, uh, Duplessis the next uh, go around, um, I think that would make more sense um, than a rematch, just for the fact of how Izzy lost. You know, has, I mean, has, any, has just...
0: anybody has anybody stopped and asked Izzy if he wants to do the rematch? Because he doesn't look. I don't like know. It. It doesn't seem like it. He's, look, not, look, he's not he's beat. not being yeah. let me show you this video and you tell me if you think he wants a rematch, okay? You tell me if he thinks he wants a rematch after this. This is this is the interview right after he just lost, right? So he's talking to Sean Creepy. I never joke about my dog, bro. You look at me. I know you think that I fucked my dog. Nah, nah for sure. Nah. nah, that's my dog, and that's no bullshit. Hold up, hold up. I would never, never bring up. your family. this. Don't bring my family into this. No, Izzy, <laughs> come on, bro. I got respect. <laughs> this dude, this dude is so like stuck on his dog, bro. He just lost his his belt, and he's stuck on talking about his dog. I don't know, man. He doesn't seem like he's all all, all in there mentally in the, in the game anymore. Um, so I don't know. That's why I'm, the- I'm asking. Has anybody asked Izzy Adesanya, do you even want to fight again for the belt?
1: You make a good point, Rudy. You do make a good point. He probably doesn't well, because he's he not does. being vocal about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, d- that's settling. Here we are. A week out, you know, we're going to do a show on Thursday. We haven't got to touch on it, but like I said, I've heard a lot of uh, what Eugene Behrman had to say, Coach Eric six. so lots of, a lot of things were happening in that bout. You know I mean? Great game planning for uh, Sean Strickland. I mean, he basically won the fight with a, a jab, cross, and a kick to, you know, gain range and just walked Izzy down.
4: And mm-hmm. he said it was
2: easier than he thought, which is pretty Sean Strickland-ish. And hearing that, I was like, man, like, you know, Izzy is the fucking man, but at night, Sean, in fact, did make it look pretty easy and just stunning, man. Like, it's probably – it's up there one of the bigger upsets of all time. I've heard um, uh, Farah Sahabi said it's pretty much, you know, George St. Pierre, Matt Serra territory. Yeah, that, that you know was I mean? the biggest so upset, do, bro. The biggest upset. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah, so hearing, the, the hearing takes from multiple, you know, Luke Thomas take, like I've heard a lot of, uh, you know, about just the rematch, you know. It's supposed to, be, supposed to happen or whatever. Like, Dana White kind of got triggered from a media member asking him about it. And uh, I don't, I think th- it's up in the air, you know, maybe early 2024 or so, but I think Drick is, if he's healthy, man, like I think real, the real deal situation with uh, Izzy and Drick is not happening is maybe that cringy post fight deal. Right. Rudy. Cause like oh, the fight yeah. should have happened. Like they have plenty of time to get it booked. And then all of a sudden uh, Drick is He is injured. Undisclosed. Yeah, Drick
0: is so. Drick has got, got hurt, but I, I don't know, man. Um, just the uh, the whole Sean Strickland era is a is a myth, bro. It's a legend that'll go down in in UFC history. He's the um, biggest underdog to ever win, biggest mm-hmm. underdog to ever win, uh, you know, a championship. So hats off to Sean, bro. Uh, he already broke his UFC belt. That was pretty funny. <laughs> he he taped it back together with. the it's kind uh, of <laughs>
2: It's crazy too that uh, we've had like big time underdog out of nowhere upsets happening at middleweight. I mean, a la Chris Weidman against the greatest middleweight of all time, Anderson Silva. Very similar territory here. And then I know we talked about it last week that you know one of the bigger upsets, period two, was uh, Holly Holm, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. I thought it was not Sydney, mm-hmm. it was in Melbourne. It was in that big like hundred thousand seat stadium, mm-hmm. and um, people had to pay like eight hundred dollars for a ticket to sit on a lawn chair. Out and had a terrible view. I don't know if you guys remember that, but yeah, yeah that was a uh, that's horrible. Big yeah, big time. Yeah, <laughs> I but, say uh, we this also event, got in
0: bro, I was gonna say that I, th- this event, the only the only fight that screwed me was the Justin Tafa Austin Lane fight. Um I could have won like over three grand on a three dollar bet had I not
2: chose Austin Lane. <laughs> sucks. Yeah, before – well, getting to the rest of the card, before we do, I do want to go uh, – <laughs> out there The Drake curse is real. The EA Sports 5 curse is real because every single person that's been on EA Sports 5 has gotten submitted, destroyed. Connor, I think Jones popped like for USADA, and Or Connor twice, Jones – Pico Who else, right, in the mountains hey it's real and it was uh, yeah, the american top team you guys see their tweet they uh, said dear mr drake please don't bet on our fighters all respect thank you or so so <laughs> the <to> drake <laughs> that's awesome guys. well if you do just don't yeah. <laughs>
0: tell anybody about it yeah right show your bet slip after you
1: know the
2: event yeah keep it to yourself dickhead yeah. Crazy, yeah. fuck you, trade <laughs> Don't be on the H five. So we we'll see about Chevchenko if that curse stays alive as we get to uh, UFC Noche later portion of the show. But as Rudy said, uh while the card was pretty, I mean, a lot of the Aussie guys did well. The last thing we thought we'd see was Alexander Volkov with an Ezekiel choke, right? On but that was that was weird. <laughs> Yeah, well, to Vasa, we that was a I don't know, man. They they haven't given this guy a softball fight in a while. Like they gave him Volkov, you know and I mean, the last four or five guys he fought, straight killers. You know what I mean? And I don't know, man. That leaves Ty in a certain spot where he's an action fighter. I do, in fact, think he does stick around. But what do they do with Volkov? You know, Volkov's kind of one fight away from the title, right? As most heavyweights are, right, Rob?
1: Yeah, yeah, just keep him on the sidelines, keep him fresh and ready for last-minute call, and, um, you know, who who knows what could happen.
0: You know, my, so, my favorite fight after the, the Strickland fight had to have been uh, our boy Chepe Mariscal beating Jack <laughs> Jenkins uh, at home. Uh, again, an underdog coming in again as an underdog and, and taking – Taking what's his bro, that dude is a motherfucker, bro. I keep telling people, don't sleep on him. He's a Mexican uh, Cody Durden.
2: <laughs> he is. <laughs> man, had it not been for that fight going the way it did, I would have had a perfect card going to the main event. But um, I don't know, man. Like, what was the deal? Like, I guess it could have been like, because I don't think it's technically a verbal tap out. Like, it should have just been like a finish, you know, um, you know, to a, a, a finish a KO, a TKO. Injury, right? But it said a verbal tap out, huh. so that had to screw screwed people like on the betting line for uh Mariscal by TKO, you know, because it was considered a submission.
0: No, they they they, yeah. they
2: changed it to a, a TKO. Oh, they did, yeah, yeah, as it should. Because at the time, verbal tap out or so, like I said, it may have screwed people's cars and screwed up some money. So I don't know, kind of strange territory there, but another fight. My favorite fight of the night, for goddamn sure, and a guy to keep an eye out. Felipe dos Santos gave Manal Cop. Like you talk about winning in a loss, the mm-hmm. kid won in a loss, and um, that goes to show you, like, do not take these like unranked guys making their debut, right? Like coming in the UFC, even if you're top ten, we've seen it happen. And uh, Manal Cop looked good, man. Like he just, you know, short notice fights or short notice. Uh, Felipe dos Santos has an excellent style, shoot a box guy. Uh, later down the road, at the, a loss against cops not going to look bad against the kid, right?
0: So, yeah, that dude, that dude is repressive, bro. Like you said, even in the loss, he won. Um, he gained a fan in me. He's that kid brings it, dude. Like you, the only way he's going out is if you knock his ass out. <laughs> he's a
2: badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I, I guess we could credit we could credit Manal Cop totally with the win for uh, or helping Sean Strickland win with getting in Izzy's head, right? Manal Cop, low key. Bro. Oh, dude. He brought, he brought <laughs> up the dog. Man. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah, but Manal Cop, though, hopefully they get that Katar France bout booked. I know he was talking shit to him again post fight. Mm. Yeah. They got to dial that one up, and uh, hopefully. Um, he was France there, right? Giving the middle finger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but very proper for 125. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'd like to see them meet up uh, in the next fight for sure. So, But uh, another thing I called to the T. I I told Rudy got the fight wrong. Like you said earlier, he had Austin Lane. Austin Lane, was, his head is too huge. Big target. Tafa won, and he didn't smile, right, Rob? I told you. Yep. Bro, the, the dude, the last time they fought, he looked good as
0: short of the time as he did. He was fast, and he had good head movement. Um, and he almost started the fight off the same way, you know. He had an eye poke, and that pissed off Justin Tafa, and it, and the judge, I mean, the, the ref, kind of scolded Lane, so kind of made it seem like, hey, man, you're gonna do this shit again. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, he was kind of standoffish right after that, bro. And you know, he was kind of, yeah. I think, to me, it looked like he was trying to figure out what the fuck do I do with my hands. And he got
2: knocked <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, yeah. it was, no, weird, it almost bro. like happened. Yeah, the same thing nearly almost happened again. Crazy, man. I was like, what in the world is going on here? And Justin Toffa definitely capitalized on him kind of, you know, dipping his head there. And Big Left was incoming. You could see it coming. So, mm-hmm. um, but what is it? Uh, A quick Dan shout Dan out to, uh, before.
1: Yeah. Quick shout out to Joshua Robinson. He's uh, in the chat right now too. So thanks for uh, jumping on bro. Yeah. Shout out to Matthew Lyle, Joshua Robinson, Dan
2: Cox, everybody that's in the chat room right now. Woo. Thank you. Yeah. because Dan, Dan was saying that a, a verbal TKO, that's a TKO, but I think at the time it was a submission or so it was kind of controversial, but yeah, uh, of course it is a TKO uh, verbal tap out, but uh, for referring to Chip and Skull and Jack Jenkins. So uh what was the fight? Oh, yeah, this fight was a dog fight to the end. John McDessie and Jamie Malarkey, right? Like, that was a Oh, my God, dude. The Judges, I guess, like, they could easily have given John McDessie the second and third round, you know, but, like, yeah, just mm-hmm. well, a bunch of malarkey, right? That was a close there bro. was a bunch of malarkey. Yeah, it was a bunch of malarkey. I mean, now,
0: now that a we're on the of mar- subject of John, uh, John McDessie, he, show, he shared his, his winnings from that event. Oh, and, dude. Uh, it's yeah. fucking crazy, bro. It's that crazy because uh, it's like half of half of his purse. Not only is the UFC charging fighters for flights and medicals, um, the Australian tax, they taxed him on half of what he made, man. So like a, a 58 grand purse ended up being like 24 grand. Um, I mean, how do you guys feel about the UFC making fighters pay for their flights and medicals? I mean, they shouldn't pay for their
1: flights in medicals, dude. There's local promotions that pay for these fighters to fly out and fight at these local promotions. Were were you shocked seeing that? Yes, I was. Fuck that shit, bro. The UFC is now now with this whole, you know, this is going to be a topic on, on outside the cage, but with this whole situation that's going on with the WWE, I mean, come on, guys, don't do that to your fighters. No wonder a lot of these fucking fighters are leaving the UFC.
0: Yeah, bro. I, I don't know, man. It's not – we don't... don't hear about it enough. Yeah. Yep. Dude, yeah, like, Bellator, We PFL. hear about it sometimes.
2: Like, uh, yeah. We hear about it time to time with, like, state-by-state state, uh, taxing, like with California, New York or so. You know what I mean? We've heard about that. But as far as, like, fighters, medical, flight, not only the taxes – you know, for their own their own personal uh finance, but that's just man, I've been a fighter pay advocate for ten years, you know, and like
1: Dude, I mean guess the UK bro
2: is reverting back to
1: what,
2: what do you
0: what do, mean, do you think yeah, John we'll McDessy's to- uh John McDessie's reaction was when he saw his check?
2: What the fuck? He's
0: probably for- <laughs> that was the <a> reaction,
2: bro. <laughs> that was the reaction. Well, he's probably <laughs> <laughs> but he's a he's a guy too that's fought uh what twenty times in the UFC. So you gotta factor that in too. It's like the guy's fought twenty times for the company and has had to deal with this, you know, even getting uh far less in pay, uh, but still getting like whatever the higher uh outfitting pay. You know what I mean? Like that's I don't know, man. Like the is at a point now where like they revert back to numbers from like two thousand five or 2013, we're like, we know the fighters are getting what 12 percent, 13 percent now. So that's it's a damn shame, man. Like, I, I don't know. There's a few fighters that, that Adis that make. What did Adesanya make? Like eight million dollars for this fight with Strickland. Probably Strickland maybe made like 800000 Five hundred. You know, Strickland or something. eight
0: hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> After all the taxes in Australia yeah, and his yeah. medicals and shit, they're like, and you got to pay extra for punching that but fan like in the, the- stomach. Did you know? Get this, bro. That that, that they uh, the Australian government was actually looking to looking into stopping the fight from happening because Sean Strickland punched a fan in the stomach. Oh my god, that's stupid, yeah. bro. Because they don't like yeah, him. because he's very uh, vocal yeah, and had, outspoken about on? the uh, the Australian government. Um, so they do not like him. So I'm not. I'm su- kind of surprised that they didn't make an
2: attempt to stop it. Yeah. <sighs> I, think they did, um, I think they tried to fly out uh Jared Cannoneer's coach. Like they were, like word had it that I think Eric Nixick was the one that clarified this and said that yeah, they were indeed ready to fly Cannoneer's coach out and that was it. They're about to get pulled. There was a fear of the fight not even happened. So you guys think I'm joking around in the chat a lot, but hey Bro, bro Bro
0: Bro, I gotta bring this up. Uh what is the what is up with the year 2023? I've seen the F word Used repeatedly oh. by big people. Ooh. Charles Radke uh, said it. Um, who else? Uh, oh, that's Ma- right. Manel Cop said it. Uh, um,
1: yeah, DC, DC had to like, fucking DC... get that mic yeah, and yeah. leave right away.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's basically what you call a uh, you know a cigarette in the UK. Cigarette. Yeah. Oh, so you know, I've seen a lot of people just dropping that word. I mean, to me, it it doesn't bother me, man. It's not offensive. Yeah. You know, nah. when we were growing up, that's what we would call other people. You know, when they were being stupid. Um, yeah, it had nothing
1: to do with sexuality, bro. Nope, 100%. nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, we would say that in Spanish in Mexico, yeah, no <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> But I don't know, man.
0: It, it's uh, a lot, lot of people were, were shocked, bro, and, and just Twitter was on fire about I it. Was I, was. Like,
2: I thought it was funny. Yeah, I think uh, what Dana White said that he wasn't going to punish Radke or cop, and he said fighters are allowed to, you know, be it, say what they want. You know, it's he's always said to himself, this is the fight business, not the be nice business. So, yeah, I'm sure people were pissed. He apologized too on right. his own. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... he did. That's kind of shitty too, because in a win for him to act like that, it's like I could see if he fucking lost, like he got he won. You know what I mean? Not a good look, <laughs> I guess, but um. That was a fight I really didn't care about either. You know, it I was funny, bro.
0: I um, thought it was funny. I was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck is up with this guy?" He gives no
2: shits, bro. He gives no shits. A-
0: out of out of <laughs> no, all the doesn't. people, out of all out of the people, you know, I, I thought we were going to see that at the very end of the, the the event. You know, I expected something like that out of Sean Strickland, but nah, we get we get a double dose. Right, <laughs> we <get a> double <laughs> dose. <laughs>
1: And, and not and not only do we get, face, a, we get a we get
0: a white dude doing it, then we get a black dude doing it. So it's like, yo, now you can't say shit. We got the whites <laughs> and the blacks banding together using the f word. What are you gonna do? And not the fuck word. The other and, and, and you know what? I, I'm again, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised ah. that the Australian government because they see that as hate speech, bro. They they lock people up for that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't go after yep. these dudes um, and try to arrest them before they left. I mean, that's how insane those people are over there, bro.
2: Mm. We think Canada is bad, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, yeah, overall, (laughs) Overall. (laughs) the card itself itself was, I always say, history will be made. History was made. Sean Strickland's name will go down in the record books as world champion. (laughs) You can't take that away from him. It's Sean Strickland's world. we just living in it now, boys, and like everybody that's watching and are listening, mm-hmm. we said that this fight needed to happen uh, when they was like in jeopardy for it not even happening. Like a, Izzy didn't have an opponent. We said, yep. Sean Strickland. Bro, and we've man. been saying Sending for the longest
1: it. time. Yeah, we've been <laughs> saying it for the longest fucking time that Sean Strickland deserves a fucking title shot. And it finally happened.
2: But the way he did it, though. So- the way he did it, he couldn't have done it any better than he did and like just everything that came about, the memes, Drake, EA sports curses, and then you got the man Sean Strickland kind of showing a different thing. Hey, don't size forget himself, the custom
1: USC championship belts.
2: Yeah, well. His is gonna look like the hardcore title, like here soon, like a tape and you know what I
0: mean?
2: <laughs> Put spinners on the in the middle with the
1: UFC logo. <laughs>
0: Fuck! Really don't mean,
1: even drink about awesome. spinner. <laughs> uh, okay. no spinner, belt. no spinner belts.
2: Spinner bro. No Spinner, spinner belts spin belts. Like the WWE championship belt. No, come was, on! No. Yep. Absolutely mm-hmm. legendary night uh, taking place. History happens in uh, Australia all the time. Apparently, with the, these UFC cards. so it's an eight for me. You got Rob? You said it to ten. It's ten. Uh, it was up there. Some great fights. Uh, some. Unique finishes, some f bombs in the wrong way, and uh, heavyweights getting Ezekiel chokes. So hey, bro, had everything you so, wanted so, as a fight fan, right?
0: So, what do you think Dana White's reaction was when he heard the f bomb drop? Not only once, but twice.
1: Dude, he was, he was probably laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably laughing in his head, bro. Wow. Well. well.
2: Sean Strickland or he shot a brick, probably man. he probably shot a
1: drink too. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to try to get Sean Strickland on the show, man. It'd
2: be perfect. Would you fuck oh, that dude?
1: He would love our <laughs> podcast because we don't we don't hold back.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not like. I the, can only uh, imagine what he'd no, tell he tell Mark. Didn't didn't he talk shit to the Nelk boys or some shit? Told them that they were a bunch of pussies and they. <laughs> You know, that they're, they're not real men because of the way they live their lives and how they make their money. <laughs> I was like, yeah.
1: Spe- speaking of making their money, did you see what he was saying about we need to go back to like the 40s or 50s and that the women should not be working and they need to be home in the kitchen? <laughs> Excuse uh- me? That's what he was saying. Oh, so I we like need to that. go back and they it shouldn't it. vote. They need to be in the kitchen and cleaning the house while the man is out there oh, working.
2: Why not? <laughs> I think he even told this a, dude, bro. He was on, the Biz he was on Michael Bisbing's podcast and I think he told his producer that like he was a piece of shit and he ran into him before like he was whatever, like Bisbing's producer, that he would have killed him on the streets. He'd be like, easy kill and Fucking hilarious, man! So, oh yeah, that, bro! So. I, I remember that.
4: <laughs> oh
2: shit! So I can only imagine what he would tell our our co-host here, Mark Amby Miller, for sure. I I really want to hear that.
1: These are fucking KKK looking. Uh, he looks like
2: he looks like Sergeant Slaughter has AIDS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what <the> fuck, Rudy,
4: <laughs> what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't have it. y'all know. Whoever's <laughs> watching, I do not have it. For fuck's sake. We need to you shine. A can,
1: I, can I shine your head for a nickel? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that one. All right. Well, let's get into our next segment.
2: Well, uh... Go ahead, David. Yeah, we got a late start on the show, yeah. but it's definitely that time. It's definitely that time of the show. So let's get to it.
0: Oh, this that time of the show, huh?
2: My yes, sir. I got yep. to
0: look for it. I got to look for it. Slack and Rudy.
1: Outside
0: <laughs> the Cage News. I got to label this shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, indeed. It's the Outside the Cage News. David, this is your segment, brother.
2: Man, well, we can't start anywhere else, but... 21 billion dollar merger the mm. UFC, the WWE better known as TKO Dana White, now Chief Dana, man this is uh mm. people thinking it's going to be different entrances and like people our fighters are going to go fight in the WWE but you know we, these fighters are locked in a contract with the UFC I know Mark said like before we went live that it may, in fact, be, like, opportunities for fighters fight out their contract or so that are appealing to WWE. Maybe they go over there, they become a star. So we've seen a few. We've seen Colby Covington do it a little bit, you know what I mean, in the past. Um, I don't Ronda see it like, a trend or so. Like, R- Rousey did it, but it's, like, her, yeah. I don't know. But as far as big names, yeah, Rousey for sure, Colby. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be, you know, a, a place for fighters to go, you know what I mean? Like, But hopefully it is, in fact, a, a place where they can go make some money. Given John McDessy's situation, you know what I mean. <laughs> you got twenty-one billion dollars combined, and Vince McMahon calls the shots, right? He's the chief of chiefs.
0: Yeah, I think the only huh? thing that's really going to change for the UFC is maybe their production value, which is right now. I mean, it's already. I think it's freaking badass. Um, I hope they never change their their yeah. their intro song, um, and if they do change it back to the original,
1: um, oh yeah. But,
0: you know, I, I think. The ring entrances yeah. would be cool, man. You know, some old-school Pride-style mm-hmm. ring entrances. Um, that, that would be great, bro. I think a lot of people would love that. One thing I, I could possibly be seeing is, you know, dudes like CM Punk coming in from WWE and taking a crack uh, in the UFC. And vice versa, you know, guys going in the UFC to WWE. So it's kind of a a win-win for both of them.
2: Yeah, yes, I mean, not a lot of. Well, there are WWE fans that are UFC fans, but I don't think there's going to be a huge crossover to where like nah. WWE fans are like, yeah, I'm I'm down for the UFC and vice versa, right? Like...
1: I don't think so, man. <clears throat> I think it's uh, like I used to be a huge, huge WWE fan, but shit got old and i focused a lot more with the with mma and boxing and all the other you know combat sports um i haven't seen any wwe event in i don't know maybe 18 19 years um bro it hasn't
0: been that long for me i know the last when i was i used to be really into it until uh chris ben wall went berserk and killed his family Mm. And then I was just—it wasn't the same for me after that. I was just like, I don't know, man. It's just, it just—it feels weird, and I—I I don't know. I couldn't really get back into it after that. It was, yeah, it was, that was aw- I,
1: awkward for me. I—I I think for me it was when The Rock left the WWE the Aww. first time.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm never gonna get tired <laughs> of using that, dude.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I think uh, now we you know the UFC's had unlimited money and funds to do pretty much whatever they want to do, and now even more so. So I think, like you said, Rob, maybe some big time. Like, well, the production is already great, fantastic. It will get better, and maybe for big time fights, they'll have you know the extravagant entrances. Maybe a big, maybe they'll mm-hmm. start with like McGregor whenever he decides to come back. You know, that's a chance that it happens there, but you never know. MSG may be like the first you know, uh, uh, event that we'll see, like, big changes and whatever. But it's all Dana's call. Dana still is chief overlord of the UFC, and him and Vince have similar, you know, responsibilities. And I love that they always say that Vince will always be in charge until he's dead or incapacitated, right? So Vince McMahon, true legend, G, you know what I mean? Just
1: yeah, yeah. But once once Vince be,
2: right? yeah, once Vince croaks, then you know who's
1: going to step up next, right? Triple H. Yeah, I
0: don't know about that. Yeah,
1: you know. they already said that he's going to be the next one. So
0: I said I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so.
2: But yeah that yeah, before move. before we
1: started the show you know we would have, we were i was i couldn't figure out the guy's name, but now because of david Dean Thomas could be the next uh, president of the uFC I'm just uh, putting uh, it out there' yeah. there's there's a little comment that um, I got my, from a long time ago from a certain this certain is, someone who guess is gonna be Eric Bischoff dude oh <laughs> 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 That would be hilarious. Or Vince Russo. Oh, my God. Rakishi.
4: Rakishi. Fuck. I don't know. It yeah, could we'll be Dean Thomas. I mean,
2: Interesting. Uh, all I want to see is some of that $21 billion go back to the fighters at some point. Yes, you know, please. Just a little bit more than 12%. So that's my whole take on this TKO situation. Like, WWE fighters are uh, well taken care of, medicals, everything, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Pensions, yep. but uh, the UFC, not so much. Uh, it's just business as usual. So when that dis- when that starts to change and we start seeing fires like John McDessie not having to, you know what I mean, come out and say, and John McDessie, they probably didn't like that at all because any fighter that comes out talking about their disclosing fighter pay, like usually they're pretty much gone from the company. So yep. um, that's just like said, That's probably why he did UFC. it, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: he's gone, bro. Um he's probably gonna be picked up by the PFL. Mark my words. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah or Bellator. Nah, he's yeah. not going to Bellator. PFL. But
2: bro. overall it's the, what is it, the <laughs> Endeavor will own the Eagle F C fifty one percent. Hey, what happened to Eagle F C, right?
0: Stop
2: it. I don't know. But uh um, But uh, Endeavor will be 51% controlling interest of the new company. WWE shareholders will own the remaining 49%. Uh, Vince McMahon personally owns 34% of the new company of TKO. So Vince is still the king. Wow. Just to remind everybody. (laughs) But uh, moving on to some fight risk stuff as well, we will go a little bit outside, very outside the cage news. This is Bryce Mitchell came out and said, he was away for training. I oh, forget what he was doing. Away from his home. You guys want to see and it? His ex, his ex destroyed his fucking trees at his house. His fruit trees. Let's watch it, bro. Let's watch
0: it. I'll, 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 I'll share the video. Watch. It's freaking hilarious.
3: I'm out of town for my fight, and my coward ex-girlfriend came by my house right here, and vandalized yes. my house yesterday. It. She destroyed all of my fruit trees. Now, my ex-girlfriend runs a here, tattoo right? shop yeah. on Booth Street. And for the love of God, if you're not evil and you're not a <laughs> coward, don't give her your business. The tattoo Damn, shop on Booth so Street, his the ex woman that runs that, is out of control. came by my place um, and destroyed all my fruit trees. Really I've been crazy, working man. on those trees for years, and she came by last night and killed them all.
1: Uh,
3: I'm making this post because man. this shit is evil. He's got a crazy And I'm cousin. begging the the community of Cersei to help me. Guys, I'm out of town and my animals and my wife is at home by herself. I please. No, I, I need that. my neighbors to help. I need my neighbors to help. This evil woman is going to come by. She's threatened to kill my dogs. She's threatened to kill me. She's threatened to kill my all my animals. He and wants I'm telling help. you last night for help, she
0: folks. That's enough of that. Oh, He's dude, for help.
2: It just be cray cray.
0: I'm sorry, Bryce. Man.
2: Yeah, I don't uh if you go get a tattoo at her shop, you're not a real fight fan for sure. She no. I mean you're wake bad wake for life. And you, and you tell his cousin that we
0: yeah. know it was her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man. Terrible though. Fucking terrible. Yeah. But um, we fun. could, or we, we haven't done, well, well, involving some fight bookings. Um, We heard Grant Dawson and Bobby Green is slated for a main event. Fight. Night. I mean, that's a fantastic fight booking, right, boys? Like, yeah. Grant Dawson's been unstoppable, man. And Bobby Green is the fucking Terminator at 155, right?
1: That is going to be. A fun fight to watch.
2: A very Bobby's fun fight to watch. Event. I mean, I think. It's... I
0: definitely yeah. got him a as the main event, Dawson winning
2: that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and we got a uh, what do you call it? Joaquin Buckley and uh, Alex Morono, I believe, are on the same card as well. There's been a few, quite a few bike bookings, but those are like kind of the bigger names or so. And of course, Dawson uh, Green is a a fight night main event. And I uh, have what's the date on that one, Rudy? Do you have it queued up or no? I believe it's I think it's November. It's a, it's a November fight night, so it's coming soon. Like Bobby Green every time you turn around, Bobby Green's fighting, right? Well, so. <laughs> uh, but I think uh did you guys hear about the well the UFC roster cuts, uh Derek Brunson's been cut from the UFC, right?
0: Again? I thought he was coming
2: hmm. back. That dude's always getting. I've seen it it, and I'm like, wait. Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of weird, though. He's still like one of the gatekeepers, you know, at uh, middleweight or so. And I don't know. Maybe he's on TFL, right? They need everybody they can get. (laughs) True. You got to make that in Ghana Mm -hmm. money somehow. Yeah. Yeah, there was a uh, there was three fighters. I think it was Watisha Torres, Derek Brunson, and Zara Fern. Like Rudy called that one, or we called that one. Right? <laughs> yeah. Me, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. UFC roster watch. I've seen that, and I'm like, wait, Derek Brunson. Okay. Well, TFL, <laughs> There you go. There Alex you go. There you go. Yep. Yeah. But uh, very yeah. outside the cage news. We'll venture there again, of course. Bears. Doing weird things this time in California. Every week, bro. Every bear. fucking
1: week is something with the
2: bear, man. What the
1: fuck?
2: Well, this time the, the bear broke into a house in California in, like, a rich neighborhood, or I believe, or so. We know California is known for bears, but this one went in, uh, helped himself to a bunch of fruits, and raided the fridge, and peaced out. Bears. I mean... At least, at least he
1: was courteous he and didn't destroy the entire house, and just said, "I'm just going to eat what's in your fridge and leave." He didn't eat the porridge. That's true. Did yeah. did not eat the porridge. Ah. Piece of shit bear. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know uh, like how long. That, and and continue, remember, though. remember we talked about that dog that went to the Metallica concert. My coworker, she was at that concert and saw that dog. Um, in the concert. <laughs> Lies. That's
4: awesome. <laughs> hey. <so> you're lying.
1: <laughs> you are so dumb. All right.
2: What's next, <laughs> uh, David? Yeah, that dog is... Yeah, that dog is Super Legend of Storm, you're referring to. Storm. Right but no, let's... Yes. Uh, uh, let's we're leading we're into leading in UFC Noche, uh, Mexican. Uh oh. David
0: Frode David. At a Mexican
1: congressional
4: hearing. Uh oh. Gonna drop it. Gonna <laughs> drop it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Aliens. Coming. Aliens are real. Mexico They've has been. uncovered the truth. Yes. They are out and amongst us. Alien corpses have been unveiled in Mexico, and believe it or not, uh, the person who presented this, his name is Jaime Malsan. He has uh, been busted for uh, a hoax previously.
1: He has. Um,
0: yeah, previously for hoaxing. I think it was five years ago, man.
1: But um, they actually say that it was, that he thought it was for real, but it was actually a uh, mummified baby. And he didn't I, realize it until then.
0: Yeah. Um, that's but a. That lie. could be his know, cover up,
1: bro. That could be his cover yeah, up. Yeah,
0: they, they're kind of doing the same thing here. I mean, I saw a lot of the evidence and it was kind of compelling. Yeah, But the fact that the dude has has done this before <laughs> and got busted for it kind of leads me to believe that this is fucking
2: fake as hell. Did you guys see the uh, the Wendy's post where they said uh, when you take the last hamburger out the freezer and it shows that alien picture? <laughs> Shout out to Wendy's. Yeah, go get yourself some Wendy's.
1: <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> fucking Wendy's. I
2: guess, yeah, I guess like Rudy said, uh, it's definitely a hoax. The guy's been... Proven wrong before, and like he just wants some attention. He's like, "Here, everybody's talking about aliens. Here's a fucking alien. We've had <laughs> here, two, we, two here's of, a fucking here. <laughs> alien, <laughs> and
1: not just <laughs> one, but two fucking aliens. <laughs> no, they, they were like tiny ones,
0: bro. Um, yeah, and and I their mean, heads it, looked like ET. No, honestly, if if you saw all the evidence, uh, like the the, the X-rays and the, the witness testimony from these actual experts, bro." These were like the
1: really
0: DNA. No, yeah, man. I mean, they, they were breaking it down. They they did like uh, carbon dating on mm-hmm. um, aliens that were like over a thousand years old. Yeah. Uh, one of them was supposedly a female, and she had still eggs inside of her. Yep. Um, they, they had, uh, you know, traces of cadmium, I think, inside of them. Yep. Uh, they had like a, a, a rod structure. A rod. Yep. Chest. Yep. Uh, the clavicle was, 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 um, uh, it was just one piece, bro. It just—it was weird, man. And then they showed—they showed the small ones, and they claimed those were babies. And then they showed like, I guess, what was an adult? His hand—that thing was fucking huge, bro. So if there are these greys out there, and there's adults, uh, yeah, I don't want to run into those things.
2: They're real, bro. Aliens are yeah, real. Uh, looking like. Uh kind of looking like the ones that are in the independent state uh, costume deals, right? Like there's a little small alien at the top, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. All I know is I'm scared, bro.
0: They're gonna probe you. They're gonna probe ya! They're, probe
4: ya! <laughs> <laughs> They're harvesting farts.
1: <laughs> harvesting farts? <laughs> That's
4: why they probe ya.
1: Uh... They're real. Those aliens are real. Until proven otherwise, with all the evidence that they put out there. And they're even letting other people go and, and get all this evidence and make their own conclusion.
0: Well, I've concluded that it's fake.
1: No. I'm <laughs> gonna conclude that it's real until proven otherwise.
2: Three big balls. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not going to play that song. I could, but I'm
1: not going to play (laughs) it. No, don't play (laughs) it. Oh, shit. All right, guys. Time is getting close, man. Let's get on to the next uh, segment. Unless, David, you got extra stuff that you wanted to add on to the Outside the Cage News? Uh, David froze. David David. froze the David? Hello, David. Oh David.
2: There. Oh, oh, oh he's there there.
1: He oh, he gone. David, talking about all these aliens, they went and got him on. Yeah. They took him away from us. Uh-oh. Oh, man. They're going to be probing David like there's no tomorrow, dudes. He's going to be walking with a limp tomorrow. All right, guys. Well, let's get on to it then. Uh, we got UFC uh, Noche or UFC Fight Night, Grasso versus Shevchenko 2. Yeah, buddy. Let's bring to the Mexican music there. This is a full on Mexican card. Um, well, not full on, but most of the fighters on here are Hispanics. Yeah. Even, even if they aren't Mexican. And by the time they're, they're going to claim they will be they're going to be Mexicans, yes. And you know what, man? I uh, got to hand it to the UFC. I fucking love this poster, dude. Yeah, it's pretty dope, dude. I like it. This fight poster is sick. And I'm going to give it a 10.
0: A 10? Damn.
1: Yeah, dude. Damn. I love the oh. culture, the Mexican culture. Everything about it says Mexican, dude. I, I like fucking it. love it.
0: I don't like the colors.
1: I do, man. I do. I'm
0: giving, I'm giving it an eight.
1: Mm. I'll
0: give it a nine point five. Okay. David's going to give it, and I'll give you his, uh, his prediction. This is his prediction. It's Pereira am face.
1: And Alex Pareto. <Pereira>.
2: It's
1: <laughs> probably going to give it like a six. Probably. <laughs> Or two, <laughs> or two.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, it is going to happen uh, these, Saturday, uh, September sixteenth. Start times, Rudy. You got that on hand?
0: Uh, this event will be starting. The prelims start at six p.m. Central Standard Time, so that's going to be seven o'clock Eastern. So it's it's kind of a late start, which is good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, nine p.m. Yeah. Central Standard Time, ten o'clock Eastern Time is when the main card starts so the main event you're probably looking at what 11 11
1: 30 yeah it is an 11 fight card so and it is a fight night so not a pay-per-view um they didn't stack this card like they usually do for uh, title fights. so not bad a lot of a lot of fights have been fizzled out or um canceled which is okay because the card in itself is pretty solid so let's start off with uh, the prelims uh rudy um, since you got the uh, betting odds and all of that, you can go ahead and start off yeah, with so the, uh, the the fights. So we
0: have Josephine Knutson versus Marnik Mann. Um, Knutson's a minus four fifty heavy betting favorite, um, six and six and zero. You know she's undefeated. Uh, Marnik Mann is six one and zero. Uh, she's a plus three fifty underdog. I think Knutson's twenty seven years. 30 years old for uh Marnik man. She's a little bit older. Uh Knutson's taller. But uh man has a uh, a reach advantage. I really don't think that's gonna help her. Um mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Uh I, I just think Knutson has better has better <clears throat> hands and we'll see that on display. I, I don't think there's gonna be any kind of finish. I think it's gonna be a decision. Kind of a pick'ems fight. In a way, yeah. but I, I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, man is uh, this is a, kind of a last minute fight. I think so. Yeah, so that's probably why the heavy betting favorite is is for Knutson. Uh, yeah, because to- Knut-
1: Knutson was supposed to fight uh, Yasmin Lucindo. That's right. Um, but she got hurt, so they ended up picking up a man to re- replace her. So A man? Um, Did you say it was a man? No, That's I said, pick man, man. Marnik, man. So, but I'm gonna pick Josefine, uh to win the fight, man. You, Mark, Knutson, David.
0: Who are you picking, David? The saw you off sausage? Yeah, we, we can, can you. we can hear you, just can't David see him. you.
2: Are you picking Not the bad. saw? Yeah, sausage? Can't see him. See, we start talking about aliens and they're trying to censor me out, you know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a, fight, fight, a first fight out the gate. Uh, debut fighters, uh, uh, I don't, I mean, the odds are in favor of Knutson, right? So I'm going to go with Mark, too. I'll go with Josephine.
0: Cool, cool. Next up, we got Charlie Campbell versus Alex Reyes. Charlie Campbell is 7 2 0, coming fresh off a win um, for CFFC. Before mm-hmm. that, he had a loss in UFC's uh, Dana White's Contender Series. Uh, Alex Reyes, plus 300 underdog. Uh, Campbell's a minus 400 underdog. Uh, plus 300 underdog for Alex Reyes. And I'm sorry, Campbell's a favorite. Alex Reyes is the brother of uh, that other fucking Reyes dude that kind of sucks now.
2: Dominic Reyes. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. So, he, And, and uh, Alex Reyes hasn't fought in like six years, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's it gonna be six
0: years, bro. Against oh, Mike Perry, yep. and he lost um, via knee. So if you're getting kneed by Mike Perry, and you haven't lo- fought for six years, yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> betting any money on you. I'm going with the heavy favorite,
1: Char- Charlie Campbell. Charlie Campbell for sure, yeah. man.
2: Yeah. yeah, this fights uh, way out of the realm of like relevancy, but I know uh, Charlie Campbell's uh, a Ray- Longo guy. So got to go for the Saralongo guy and. Rudy That's said right. it. Alex reyes several canceled fights, back and forth. hasn't fought, uh, hasn't won a fight in six years. So, absolutely not. I, I favor Charlie Campbell absolutely. Robert. But moving on on the prelims, it's buried. It Charlie the prelims, Campbell, though, right? Because, oh, sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but buried on the prelims, sort of, kind of. I know Mark's not happy about Jasmine being this low on the card, right, against Tracy no, Cortez. But, I mean, mm. Tracy's been out for a year. She had that whole fallout so. and breakup with uh, Brian T. City. And it affected her performance. I mean, she pulled out after the weigh right, in her last fight.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So, she hasn't lost in the UFC. She's very tough. She's uh, she's fought 135ers before. Uh, Jasmine's huge, though, you know what I mean? And she got yeah. – she's a grinder, too, man. But this, this fight is an indeed mm. grind. I don't know who the uh, the odds are in favor. I'd have to say they they probably were for Cortez, right?
0: Yeah, it's a minus one thirty so. favorite for Tracy Cortez, a plus one ten underdog for Jazz Um It's a little closer now. Uh, Jazz DeVicious is hmm. even. Tracy Cortez minus one twenty favorite. Um, yeah, like you said, Tracy's she hasn't lost. That's probably why she's a favorite. But I don't know, man. Jasmine Jazz DeVicious has has always. Uh, Shut me up! I'm definitely a, a fan of hers. She she gets the job done, man. Um, I still think she's kind of a boring fighter, but you know, there's <laughs> what it is: she's a chain wrestler, dude. She's just gonna she's just gonna drag Cortez into deep waters and constantly bother her, dude. I I don't think Cortez is gonna be able to hang with this this chick, man. She's bigger, stronger, um, and when you mix in that wrestling, it's over, bro. And she's she's yeah. She she was an underdog. It's still even, so she's I guess kind of the underdog still. Um So I'm going I'm going with a dog, Jasmine. Jasmine vicious. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I never That's pick exactly I, I said, never pick it against it
1: Cortez, man. So I'm going to pick Tracy Cortez winning. And I think
2: it'll be two. Yeah, two and two. I'm with Rob on Tracy. I think her wrestling she's probably one of the better wrestlers at 125. But I cannot seem to pick Jasmine's fights correctly. And like uh, Rudy said. She shuts you up a couple times, me for sure, and ruined my topology. So this is a fight, I don't know, it's, uh, if Jasmine can get the yeah, get some good work done in the clinch, get some early takedowns, frustrate Cortez, drag it to a decision, I can easily see that happen, but I will indeed pick uh, Tracy Cortez by decision.
0: Yeah, so up next we got Edgar yeah, Chida I mean. is the pit bull against Daniel Miojo Lacerda. What is this, flyweights?
1: Yeah. yeah, bro. Edgar is going to fucking destroy Daniel. And if Daniel loses, it's over, dude. He's getting oh, the peak over, slip. Yeah, he's, he's lost, lost four, four in, in a bro. row, dude. This will be
0: number five. Edgar Chai, <clears throat> is, he dropped his last fight against Tatsuro Taita. But that uh, showing, I remember talking about this fight. I, I said, you know what? Tatsuro Taita isn't as impressive as I thought he was going to be, man. Um this dude took him into deep waters, bro, and and took him to a decision, yep. unanimous decision. When he was pulling up submissions, uh, he had better hands. This dude's a motherfucker, bro, and he's from Mexico, fighting in Mexico. There's no way he's losing to Daniel. I dropped no. four in a
2: row with <coughs> I dropped four Back in a row, Daniel lacerta <laughs> Yeah, Daniel lacerta is a uh, proven on his record that you know he's a one round fighter. Like if he doesn't yep. get you out of there in the first round. He usually gets starched, yep. you know, in the first, late, late or in the second round. Uh, I favor Chida's, but Lacerda, man, like, yeah, he's fighting for his job. This is a pretty uh, entertaining fight, I guess, early on the prelims where it's placed. Chida's surprised me with this performance that Rudy said against uh, Tetsuro, and I think that was his fucking UFC debut, wasn't it, right? There's, yeah. Yeah, so fighting a tough guy like that, uh, he's got to bounce back here. Uh, Lacerda's fighting for the job, so but um, Chida's for sure. Yeah, I'm moving on the prelims. Still, of course, uh, we have Roman Kapalov 185 action against Josh Friend. Uh, I know uh, it was Anthony Fluffy Hernandez pulled out. That was the the matchup with Kapalov and Hernandez. That was a legit fucking fight. Oh yeah, and I think this is a fight here to kind of showcase Kapalov a little bit. Like Josh Friend, what did he fight last? Like, it wasn't really. He fought Jamie a good Pickett. Fight, it was so
0: fucking boring, bro.
2: You know, boring. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he said that the fight like that was his last fight in the UFC, and for some reason here he is. He resigned, and they're like, "All right, we're going to give you you know step in short notice against Karpov." But Karpov, man, just you know one of the best jabs in the in the UFC. Yep, you know what I mean. And at one eighty five, he's, he's like a low key sleeper killer. Of course, he's still ranked what in like the thirties, or top twenty five. But he's only he's eleven and two, still very young, and uh, he just gets better and better every time. Cannot pick against Roman Kapolov. And and you you got to see why josh frem
0: came back it's obviously for the money um yeah so when, when you factor that in you know taking a fight against a killer like roman Kopilov, you know the way it's going to go down i know the way it's going down josh frem is bigger he's a plus 210 underdog minus 260 favorite for roman copy love won three in a row um and these were all three fucking devastating finishes claudio rivero Punielo Soriano, Aless- Alessio de Chigrico, uh, Josh Friend, like I said J- last fight, Jamie Pickett, one of the most boring fights I've ever seen. a <laughs> decision win. There's no way in hell he wins this fight. I think Kapilav picks him apart with that jab, probably finishes him early. Um, I'm thinking
2: first round or early second round. Yep. For sure, yeah. Kapilov, that Hernandez fight was man, I when I, I didn't even know Fren because I don't know how far out he had stepped in to take this matchup. It's gotta be within the last couple of weeks or so, you know what I mean? But but still it's a that was a big name, a big uh high profile name where Kapalov got the win. Uh, Hernandez is always the guy to go in there and make it a fucking war right away. Round one, round two, you're gonna see a finish on either end. But moving on to cards, uh, women's strawweight, we have Lupita Godinez versus Elise Reed. And, Rudy, what is the odds on this one oh, now? the favorite, right?
0: Oh, big time, bro. Fighting in Mexico, minus 450 heavy favorite, has won two in a row. She's 10-3-0. Uh, Elise Reed, plus 340, moderate underdog. She won her last fight, dropped the one before that, to Loma Luke, me. Um You know, what can I say? I... I I'm definitely going with a favorite, man. How uh, yeah. Lupita Godinez. Um, I mean, and I'm not taking anything away from Lise Reed. I, I don't think the odds should be that far out. You know, I don't care where she's fighting, but Lise <laughs> Reed, she's legit, bro. She's not some chick that you just steamroll, you know? Um, True. You, you got to really put yeah. her out. Yeah. L- Loma Luke with me submitted her ass. Uh, Sam Hughes. Actually, beat her ass down. Uh, I think Loopy's gonna take her down, and it's probably gonna be decision one. I don't think she's gonna finish her. It'd be great to see a finish, though, especially in Mexico. Yep.
1: Or mm.
2: in Vegas, not Mexico. Yeah, they're gonna be fighting in Vegas.
1: <clears throat>
0: oh, yeah, that's right. You know what? I'm confusing this one with the uh, <laughs> other fight, dude. Damn it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I heard you say it twice, so I'm like, wait, we're not fighting in Mexico, are we? But it's, a Mexican, cool were, it's a
0: Mexican right? fight card, bro.
2: Yes, Mexican That's fight right. card. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty <laughs> bro. But, but, this
0: right?
2: fight, but this fight, though, at um, least read the way it looks on topology with her win-loss, win-loss. The last fight, of course, was a win against jin hu So, in the words of Tommy D, she's due for a loss, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> She's due. No, I can't. Uh, I can't pick Elise Reed. She's coming down in weight too. Of course, uh, to strawweight. She's previously a, a fly. I'm sorry, Loopy Lu- was a, a flyweight. So you know what I mean. This is a, them meeting at strawweight now. Uh, but yeah, I can't pick against Loopy. Go, You know what I mean. She's got the skills uh, all around. Take the fight anywhere and fought better competition. And, and I think Angela Hill is a little bit harder to take down than people believe. And that was kind of a weird fight with, yeah. uh, with Angela. But yeah, very. But yeah, but for sure, loopy and we have made it to the main oh. card. And a very super necessary fight kicked you off the main card. Play. It's the first time ever we've had two of our buddies that have been on the show fighting each other in mm-hmm. the UFC, which is dope.
4: Yeah. Uh,
2: Fernando mm-hmm. Alvaliente Padilla against Kyle Nelson. We've had both these guys on in the last, what, couple months or so? Two, three <laughs> yeah. months. And uh, yeah. yep. I texted I texted Fernando earlier. He said he's in good spirits. He said the vibe in, in Vegas is lit. Uh, he's cutting weight. Uh, him and Coach Oyama getting ready to do their thing. Kyle Nelson, man, going back out there. When I heard this matchup was going down, it's like, man, I mean, uh, Fed, you know, coming out with that uh, amazing debut, you know I mean, against a, ve- a veteran guy too and starching him. Uh, Kyle Nelson, hungry coming back. Uh, what? At, at, I mean, of course, he was at 155 before, but he's, uh, you know, got everything figured out where 145 is his home. And now he's got to fight a killer, <laughs> uh, fighting on this Noche card, our boy, uh, uh, Fernando Padilla. So starting with you, though, Rudy, who you got, brother? Oh, man. Um,
0: you know, three wins in a row, Fernando Padilla, minus 250, favorite uh, coming out of Mexico on the Mexican fight card, fighting our boy Kyle Nelson from Canada. He's a plus 205 underdog. Uh, he won his last fight against Blake Builder in a unanimous decision, which a lot of people thought he was going to lose. And he did. Mm-hmm. He, he delivered, bro. He came out and delivered. Yep. Um, I mean, it, it makes me sad that I have to pick. Um, I know I these dudes, but I'm gonna go with my boy Fernando Padilla. Um, I'm thinking it's gonna be a KO finish.
1: <laughs> bro, I'm in the same boat as you, man. Probably. It's it sucks that I have to make a decision on who's gonna win this fight. Um, but I gotta lean towards our boy Fernando. I mean. Me and you, David, we've seen this guy fight in the LFA here at our home state in, and in our home city of Albuquerque, and you know, we, uh, you know, praised him. Bef- you know, it, it's just—I don't know, man. Fernando has a soft spot in my heart, and I'm gonna pick him. I love Kyle Nelson. This guy's a fucking beast. He's—he's he's just an all-around badass nice guy. He was awesome on the show. Um, it, it's just, it sucks, man, but I gotta pick uh, Fernando uh, winning this fight.
2: Mark, how does Cal uh, Nelson get the job done? He's gonna turn into a dog fight. That's what he's mm-hmm. gonna
0: do. It's gonna become a dog fight, and he's gonna Free decision. big balls. <laughs> <laughs> You know they're both coming off great performances think, uh, in their last fights, and you know I just feel like it's
2: going to be a hell of a fight for us all to watch. And I've got Kyle by decision. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, one thing that I'm looking at that very possibly could happen low key. Rudy said a PKO for uh, for our boy, but I, I don't know. He's got a lot of wins by submission. You know, what I mean, if the fight gets ugly, maybe Nelson get the takedown. Fed's super dangerous. I think he's got. A, he's never been finished. Um, he's got a ton of submissions and I see the fight somehow going to the map and, uh, something crazy happened, but, uh, fed, man, like Robert said, when I first seen this kid come on the scene, we'll always have the story, me, him, and Chris Cook. Uh, <laughs> I knew the kid was special. Uh, he beat a, a legend. Of Al- oh yeah. In New Mexico MMA and Donald Sanchez. Yep, And he put it on Donald Sanchez and he was, you know, 14 years, uh, younger, of course. but. Knew he was special. I've uh, been following his career, keeping in touch with him. This is indeed a very cool fight against uh, two friends, uh, known associates of the show. So, Kyle Nelson, I'd love to see him make it a dog fight and give a give Fed a good test. Uh, my pick is Fernando Padilla by submission, second round. Next, next. next. <laughs> Main card moving on: Giagos against Daniel Zellhuber, and Giagos. Di- they just kind of throw this guy out there to the wolves every time, right?
0: Yeah, man, Giagos. Uh, he's a plus two hundred five underdog. He won his last fight, but you know he was on the verge of of being cut because he had dropped two in a row—one against Thiago Moises and Armand Sarukian, uh, Daniel Zellhuber. Um fresh out of the contender series, he took a fight against Trey Ogden, lost that fight again via unanimous decision. And there was a lot of hype mm-hmm. behind him, man, coming into that fight. He is a minus two fifty underdog here. He mm-hmm. did won his, his la- win his last fight against Lando Banana. That was also a unanimous decision win. Um it seems like the that's the uh that's his path to victory is um you know just being a better striker. Um, but I don't know, man. This is, I don't like this matchup for him, bro. You know, I see him winning this. And it's probably going to be a decision. But Christos Giagos, that's this dude. He, he could put you away, you know, on the feet, on the ground. Um, the only way to take this dude out is by putting him down. And that's going to be a tough task
2: for someone like Daniel I yeah, because I think Thiago is just chinny, a little bit chinny. Like I said, they usually throw this guy to the wolves. He's fought some pretty top-notch guys at 155. And if you are going to make a name for yourself at 155, you got to fight these guys. He fought Armin Sarrikin, and guy's a straight killer. And, um, you know, given – I mean, I don't know how many fights he has uh, in the UFC. It's got to be at least, like, 10 fights, right, so far. He's been in the game for a bit. So, I don't know, man. It's a weird fight. I don't trust in picking either guy. <laughs> this is a 49-51 Flip a coin, right, Rob? I go Daniel Zalhuber. Dude, I'm picking I'm picking him just not because he's
1: a you know a, a Mexican or anything, but um I he think he's, he's got a Mexican. chance. I think well okay, well yeah, I'm gonna pick him because <laughs> he's Mexican. You're being biased. Right I am now, very don't lie. biased, bro. Very biased. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, just like you said, Rudy, in order to get the, this win, he's got to put it on Christos, and that's going to be a hard thing to do, man.
0: Only two guys have been able to to, to take him out via TKO. Uh, that was Armin Sarukian and uh, Josh Emmett. Everybody else, he's either lost his via submission or via decision, and I haven't really quite seen the skill set for Zell Huber to, to think that he would finish this dude mm-hmm. off. Um, I honestly think it's going to be a, a yana- unanimous decision win. He's got to be careful, bro. This is this is one I would be kind of leery about, betting wise.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Though? Is he really Mexican with his last name Zalhuber? My it's Zalhuber.
4: <laughs> <Very simple. laughs> <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh shit.
2: Yeah, it's, on, the it's card, a, Yeah, that's a weird last name. That's why I'm, you know, that's a, I don't know. I've never, I've never you know, heard that one either. You seen that and didn't see his face, or, or know if he's Mexican or not? You wouldn't think that that name is a Mexican fighter. <laughs> Hard moving on. Raul Rosas Jr. against Terrence Mitchell. And, you
0: know. Olay!
2: <laughs> you are so dumb. The USC, they still got hot. They got still hot. I <laughs> Raul. They got him on the main card, of course. Took his first loss last time, a hard loss. But this is kind of Terrence Mitchell just uh, getting thrown out there like the, the goat on Jurassic Park, right? Because, I mean, the guy got knocked out like two months ago. They're running him back out there against Raul. Terrible styles matchup. Like, there's no fucking way I'm picking against Raul Rosas, even though he had trouble in his last fight against a guy who was game. You know, but Terrence Mitchell, no way. This would be a huge upset, big setback in the career of Raul Rosas. Uh, First round submission, Raul Rosas, man.
0: Yeah, minus 550 favorite Raul Rosas. Like you said, he dropped his last fight coming into that fight with huge, huge prospects in the UFC. Um, one is contender fight, series fight. Um, one is first fight against Jay Perrin via submission. Lost to Christian Rodriguez. Huge underdog for Christian. Uh, I don't see that happening with Terrence Mitchell. He's a plus 400 <laughs> underdog, heavy fa- uh, heavy underdog. Uh, lost to Cameron Simon via ground and pound. He's kind of chinny. And I don't think that's going to even be a factor. I think Raul Ross is going to be a wet blanket and submit this dude
1: first round. Yep, submission first round.
2: Get that knocked out. So we're all and in how agreement. How are we even back all in
1: this well. yep. season?
2: Raul says, Yeah. Moving on to the whole main event of the evening JDM, Jack Della Medellina against Kevin, Big Mouth Holland, and Kevin Kevin Holland is Mexican
0: now. He has a taco truck, guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He does, though. Uh, This this is the definition of um, styles make fights, you know, because Kevin Holland goes in there and doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't look for takedowns. I mean, look at what he did against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, like, he ain't going to play anybody's game. He knows what he's good at. His bread and butter is on the feet. But he's a fucking ninja if it goes to the ground. He's mm-hmm. dangerous. Uh, JDM. JDM's got a dog fight. He's a dog, too. I think this fight, man, I, I think if it does go to the later rounds, JDM may be able to turn it up. And uh, Kevin's has some, like, his style is so strange, too, man. Just, like, what he does in there. He talks shit. You know, he might just throw a punch out there just so you can see if he'll try to, you know, counter you. He pucks with you in that cage. JDM, he's got to come in here very smart. He's got to be very calculated. hard to hit Holland. He's going to have to take a couple to get Holland clean. And we've only seen a few people catch Kevin Holland clean. You know, he's got big reach, long limbs, super dangerous, man. This is a fight that I've had a hard time getting a good read on, but I think I'm going to go with Jack Della Maddalena. My decision. Wow. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's how that
1: fight is going to be, bro.
2: I don't know. Bro, I'm gonna um, go with Kevin Holland, man. So you're telling me Kevin's gonna dominate this. Time. I, I think, think Kevin
1: it. I think Kevin is maybe not so much of a domination, but I think he's gonna pull off a win, bro.
0: Yeah, as uh far as that goes, my, he opened it up at minus one fifteen favorite for Kevin Holland, minus one oh five. Uh, for Jack Della Madalena, Madalena, right now, um, he's pulled away. Jack Della is a minus 150 favorite, plus 125 underdog for our boy Kevin Holland. Uh, Kevin has won two in a row. Jack has won, I don't know, quite, quite a bit in a row, like 50. <laughs> yeah, Jack Della is a 51% favorite on Tapology. 49% are picking Holland to win this. Uh, Dude, every time I think Holland is not going to do it, he ends up fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I knew he stood no chance against Comzat. The Steven Thompson fight <laughs> that was that was crazy, bro. Uh, he came back out of retirement, fought Santiago Ponzinibbio, and showed us the power he had in his hands. Mm-hmm. Michael Kiesa, I picked against him. I thought Kiesa was gonna beat this guy and submit him. Um, and he ended up submitting Michael Kiesa. Bottom line is I think Kevin Holland has a little too many tools in the in the bag uh, for mm-hmm. Madeline to handle. Madeline hasn't really fought anybody. I think the closest guy to him um in my opinion that he's fought so far in the UFC is has to be Randy Brown. He got similar you know similar body frames um and I don't know man I just and he destroyed Randy Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he fucking he, destroyed Randy he, Brown. He easily. Did. Yeah. And and the least the last way I thought he he submitted his ass, I just I don't I don't see that happening, bro. To to someone like Holland, man, Holland, you you start pressuring his ass, and he's gonna do mm. something fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just I, I it's just a fight, bro. I'm I'm gonna have a bet slip with Jack Della, and also one with Kevin Holland. But I'm gonna ride with the dog, Kevin Holland.
2: Kevin
1: Holland.
0: Kevin. it's gonna be Mark, a draw and a fight of the night fight.
2: Yeah. Oh, hey, that's a good take too. That, that this is a fight on the car the that topology. Be, yeah. This bucks. This is a parlay. Yeah, this is where yeah. parlays go wrong. That's this fight for sure. You know
0: what? I would I would keep that in mind, folks. You could call this one a draw. There's a <laughs> strong possibility. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know what, Mark? Is- I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this to you, bro. That's a good call <laughs> like, to make it into a draw. <laughs> And if you're right, you Dito know what? You, you would be officially
0: Mexican, bro. Yeah. Actually, you've been on the show long enough to where I guess you are yeah.
2: Mexican now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Main event. But yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely um, it's de- well, it's definitely high stakes though. At 170, JDM, fifteen five winning streak. Kevin doesn't give a shit about the belt, but he would want to take that winning streak away from ddm so uh, i'm looking forward to the bout you know what i mean for sure very proper for it's main event time yeah. main event time alexa grasso mm-hmm. coming in as the champion valentina as a contender when's the last time we've seen that you know what i mean but mm. uh a there's while. a rematch that- very necessary that Valentina does get the rematch, as given, uh, you know, women's flyweight is super thin, and Valentina just keeps r- was running through everybody. And um, Alexa Grasso was one of the bigger upsets that we've seen in women's division. And last time out there, man, she made it so difficult for Valentina's game. Everything that you know in her arsenal, low kick or the leg kicks, the jab non-existent. Alexa was putting the hands on Valentina's mm-hmm. tango eventually getting into the match and snatching up that rear naked choke just deadly man like uh i know they're very familiar with uh, each other now and valentina it's, it's it's gonna be interesting to see if you can come back and and take that title because alexa's not gonna let that shit go easy i think we're in for a treat as yep. the main event as uh, for ufc noche and super very very proper so i'm excited for this one boys
1: me too man yeah, i so i much. think uh I think Alexa uh, has been working a lot more on her skill set and on her tools to uh, dominate even more uh, this fight against Valentina. Now, not to take anything away from Valentina, being that we all know who she is and and what she does inside the cage. Um, I'm sure she's been working a lot on on her... uh, on her tools. Uh but I think Alexa's gonna win, man. I think she's she's got uh, that fire still under her, her belt and um she wants to keep that belt and she wants to take the new uh, custom belt home. Um that belt is freaking it's amazing. Um so I, I'm gonna go for uh, Alexa Grasso Grosso winning. Yeah, so
0: yeah, hopefully she doesn't
2: have the uh, custom belt. Fucking first.
0: Yeah, she's the uh, plus one thirty five underdog, bro. Uh, Alexa Grasso, wow. Valentina Shevchenko. That's how it opened. Shh. Minus Minus one sixty favorite. She lost her last fight against Grasso via submission. Uh, right now, Alexa Grasso still the underdog, plus one forty underdog, minus one seventy favorite. Shevchenko. I don't know, man. I've never seen a fighter, you know, come back, you know, after you know, at that age, bro. She's thirty five years old. You got to remember that. Uh, the probability of her coming back and and winning against somebody younger and who showed that she's got what it takes to beat her. I I don't know, bro, just the mental aspect of it. Uh, That's going to be a hard, hard, you know, challenge uh, for Shevchenko. If anyone could do it, it's going to be her. But I'm going to have to go with Alexa Grasso winning this fight. I think she's going to submit her ass again. And I think it's going to be like, third fourth round I'm going to go with fourth round official pick
1: yeah yep
2: and Valentina if he does drag it out to the championship round she's going to have to do damage she's going to have to make it you know look good in the eyes of the judges because on a night of you know plenty of Mexican fighters UFC noche and given it does the longer the fight goes uh, the scrambles the grappling that goes in the match she knows you know what happened last time and she won't want to make that mistake again and it's going to all happen to uh, her path to victory. She's going to have to be crisp, uh, sharp on the feet, as she has been previously. I don't know if she, in fact, took Alexa a little bit lightly last time. Kind of like, you know, out of sign that we've seen it yep. long reigning champions or so uh, up and coming contender, hungry Alexa Grasso went in there, handled business. Nobody gave her a shot. So I- I'm going to pick Valentina Shevchenko. I think it'll be just a crazy war for five rounds. I think it, we're in the, words, in the words of Tommy D. We're due for a, a thriller at one twenty five for the women's flyweight title. And um yeah, man, it's uh yeah, it's very necessary this fight because it's kind of a you know what I mean like Rudy said, Shevchenko, she's pretty much been on top of the mountain for a while. Uh, uh, we'll see as that home and defend again or maybe a couple fights and we'll get we may in fact see her retire here in a couple, you know, two fights, three fights, right? So
4: I'm gonna
1: be
2: very <laughs> upset.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah man alexa Grasso, bro she's <laughs> she's the she's gonna she's just gonna win dude i have a feeling it's we're gonna see and still
0: nope and no um, i mean i'm not that confident. fourth round ko
2: first round hey, kid, you know what's very i said oh okay <laughs> and you guys didn't mention, too. I think uh, for sure, for sure, it's definitely not going to be a real UFC noche. All credit to Bruce Buffer, but we got to have our boy Joe Martinez. Is probably going to be the ring announcer, right? Bro, if Joe <laughs> Martinez
1: is the ring announcer, that's going to make it even a lot more special.
2: Yeah, I think it has to be. I mean, Bruce, you know, he's probably, you know, he traveled across the world last week. You know, he had the shirt with, the, what did they have on it? Like, uh, dragonflies. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Uh, I did. have the, the UFC flies all over it. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> but we could easily see Bruce back here in the uh, UFC uh, uh, T-Mobile Arena with uh, Mexican flag jacket, and you never know, right? Like,
0: all right, folks. Just to recap, Bill my Martinez picks, to... my bet slip: Charlie Campbell, Josephine Knutson, Lupita Godinez, Roman Kopilov, Jasmine Jazdeviches, Edgar Chides, Fernando Padilla, Daniel Zellhuber. Kevin Holland, Raul Rossus, and Alexa Grasso. $10 bet, $703. If nice. you get them all right. And there's a very strong chance that you will. Um, I mean, I almost hit last week, and that would have been easy fucking money. I should have never, should have never went with Austin. <laughs> oh,
1: bitch. oh, well. Right on.
2: Well, fellas, uh, like I well, said, with the UFC time to... merger with WWE, <laughs> fucking demon the merger with WWE Don't rule out Don't rule out Rey Mysterio Like tossing the chair To uh, Alexa (laughs) Grasso That would be fucking amazing That would be amazing
1: Having Rey Mysterio walk down the cage with her
2: That would just be a cherry on the top Bro It better not be Mark Goddard as the main event ref either uh, <laughs> or Keith Peterson <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh shit
1: Alright guys We went into overtime I know we started late uh, But that's it for our show I uh, want to thank everybody that In the chat Thank you for uh, joining us and watching And uh, commenting Really do appreciate the support um, That's freaking awesome we are getting close to episode 200. Um, once we get into the 190s, I'll be working uh, to make uh, episode 200 special. I'm going to try to reach out to somebody that uh, we haven't had on the show and see if we can make it happen. So, hell yeah. David, you know what to do, man.
2: Yeah, David. thanks everybody that's watching and/or listening. Like Rob's, where's David? I don't know.
1: Did we lose David again? Oh man! All right, I think we lost David. I think they, I think the aliens came up and and snatched him out again. Mm-hmm. Round two of (laughs) Pro, Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for everybody that's watching and or listening to get all the latest uh, combat sports news around the world. Go to FightBookMMA.com. And thanks to everybody that's uh, watching and or listening. Catch the the live stream on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere that you can uh, watch uh, live streams. And if you want to listen to this podcast, I will have it up by tomorrow. Um, you can listen to us on all your streaming platforms uh, for your audio podcast. Uh, once again, thanks everybody. And we do appreciate your support. Please enjoy the fights. And don't forget, make sure you're tweeting every single fight of every single round. Have a good night. Every single
0: second of every single round of every single fight, (laughs) every single day this weekend, folks. Have a great night.